up everybody? Jason here from Chairlift Chat. I uh, just uh, took my first run down the lower four. First time on this year that the uh, lower four runs have been open, so that was pretty awesome. Uh, the only bad part of that is, is that uh, you have to load every other chair as uh, they load it midway. So it really slows down the lift line. So, but uh, you know, sometimes you meet some cool cool dudes you know in the uh, in the lift lines unfortunately there were no cool dudes in the uh, in the lift lines today uh, but uh, but it's a great day to be on the mountain and uh, I am riding solo today riding solo solo s-o-l-o or however that song goes anyways I, uh, yeah, so got home from a weekend of winter snow camping, and I hit the road early, and uh, I had a, my co-host Don was up here with his kid earlier today, but unfortunately they, uh, they called it quits early. They did a half more day in the morning, and uh, I literally got up here as they were headed down, so <laughs> we, uh, we saw each other in passing unfortunately we weren't able to do a high five so this is a long distance high five to you don and uh and joel's hanging out with his family today so it's just me the beautiful mountain and we had uh we got a bluebird day up here it was a little cloudy earlier but they're clearing out now and it is beautiful. so uh, anyways uh i will chat with you guys on the next lift peace Hey guys, it's me, your solo rider for the day, Jason, on Chairlift Chat. Uh, in case you uh, were wondering, the audio is a little different, you hear some vibration. I am not actually on a chairlift, I am actually on a gondola. I'm headed down the mountain after rip-roaring and shredding a few runs today. It was a short day, but you know that's the, uh, the benefit of having a season pass. I can come up and shred at will. And uh, anyways, this gondola is North America's longest gondola ride. And I get to ride it every time we go skiing at Silver Mountain and shredding, skiing, snowboarding, snowshoeing, tubing, whatever you want to do, you got to ride this gondola up to the top of the mountain. It starts at the village, which is at the base of the mountain, and it takes you up over 3,500 feet of elevation higher than the uh, the village so it's uh it's about a 20 minute uh, gondola ride and uh, it goes a little over three miles long and so it, it's pretty awesome and uh oh oh gondola stop we got the game what's the game gonna be is it gonna be the same as the chairlift stop game oh, God, i can't really play this stop uh chairlift stop game by myself uh, I think the last one we played was uh, I Spy, and, and there's nobody else here to spy what I'm spying, so uh, I guess you'll have a useless trivia facts number one. Uh, let me see here. Um, 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 yeah, let's say uh, platypus uh, talons are poisoned, so don't get scratched. There you go. Uh, have fun with that little useless tidbit. Uh, anyways, uh, here we go. Uh, just in time for the gondola to start again. Uh, there's not a lot of reasons why the gondola stops unless there's an issue at the bottom. They usually have one or two cars 
on the uh, on the uh, cable here that is just like a cargo box thing that they load up trash or supplies or whatever like that. So that's usually the only reason why they stop this. And either that or uh, in extreme circumstances, if there's like power outages on the mountain or extremely high, uh, you know, horizontal winds. We'll, uh, we'll get these things swinging pretty good and they'll stop the, the gondola for that. Uh, fun fun fact number two, we got stopped on the gondola for a solid 30 minutes one time, but they comped us with some free day passes to, to either use for ourselves or to, you know, we gave them out to our friends because uh, we had season passes for up here. So it was really cool to be able to, uh, to give those to a couple of extra buddies to bring up here. Uh, unfortunately, we did not have the Chairlift Chat podcast uh, in operation at that time. Otherwise, it would have been cool to get more people on here. Uh, but, yeah, heading down, uh, there was no line getting on the gondola. So, by myself on the gondola. So, I get a spread out. Uh, you could probably fit uh, six people comfortably in here. Or eight people like sardine cans. Or 12 people in a clown car. But, you know, who wants to do that? So, anyways, I'm... I'm lounging, man. This is great. You get a uh, awesome view of the uh, Silver Valley here, and it is just a fantastically beautiful day. And man, it is just a good day to be alive. And it only makes it even better to be able to uh, shred the Pacific Northwest Mountains. Fresh pow, man! It was beautiful up there. And uh, yeah, so uh, we'll uh, hopefully next time I'll have my two co-hosts with me and. They won't pull a Britney Spears and uh, and leave me hanging, you know. Oh, God, I can't believe that, man. You know, boy, oh, boy. Anyways, uh, Joel had uh, had something else going on today. He's got kids in, uh, like, gymnastics or, or something like that. And uh, and Don, man, they came up super early with his one of his boys, and they just shredded hard for about four hours, and they, they hit the, the road. And, uh, and so I went up. And I did some solo runs, shredded the gnar. I did some tete gnarring, yeah. Or Satsuga Satsuko. That's uh, you know, a close enough translation for Japanese of shred the gnar. Uh, I'm sure you guys will be able to message me and tell me how wrong I am on that. But you know what? <laughs> I don't care because <laughs> it sounded cool just then when I said it. And uh, oh shoot. Gondola stopped again. Man, what is going on? This is twice, and it never usually happens. So, okay, uh, useless trivia fact number uh, number two. Um, uh, Peyton Manning's forehead is not actually getting larger. That was an internet myth. So there you go. Have fun with that. Uh, all right. Uh, anyways, uh, getting ready for the, uh, the ride home. It's a beautiful day. No worries about road travel today. So, um, oh, uh... The universe had a way of telling me I needed some new gloves because I got about halfway here and I forgot my gloves. Uh, I guess that's what happens when you go winter camping and you, you have everything loaded up and you come home and I unload all my camping gear from the car and quickly as fast as I can load up all my ski gear and change clothes and hit the road. And um, about halfway here, it was like, bam, it just hit me. Gloves, don't have them. What am I going to do? Uh, so anyways, had to stop at the, uh, the old ski shack down at the village and, uh, got some new gloves and man, I, I broke them in today. And the one thing that you really got to look for in gloves or mittens, uh, when you're snowboarding is, uh, durability. Um, cause you're using your hands a lot, 
uh, getting up and down from the snowboard, ratcheting in on your bindings if you got the, the straps. Um, and, and when you're, you know, you're really carving hard, you put your, you know, mountainside hand down and you just, you know, use it as, you know, stability and stuff. Either way, you are really, really using your gloves a lot. So you need them to be waterproof and you need them to be durable. And because of that, uh, I have found that leather is the way to go. Uh, there's a lot of brands that make actual leather um, ski gloves. My other ones were leather and I treated them with, uh, you know, like mink oil and, and stuff like that. So they are fully waterproof and they keep my hands warm. And these ones are like a hybrid leather, you know, snow glove material from, uh, from Gordini. And they're like, they got leather fingers, leather finger, you know, thumb and some leather on the backside. And then in between the fingers and stuff is standard, you know, ski glove material. And, uh, so I'll be treating the leather on there with some, uh, some mink oil and stuff like that to help, you know, keep them soft so the leather doesn't crack and whatnot. But, but for me, that's the way to go. If you're a skier, uh, you know, as long as you keep your hands warm, you know, and the snow out of your, you know, out of your cuffs and stuff like that on your, on your wrists, I think you're okay. Because you're not using your hands as much, uh, so they're not getting as much snow on them. And, uh, you know, unless you're really shredding the pow and you just got lots of, you know, snow coming up all the time. Or, you know, if you're just a crazy, crazy wackadoo skier that just likes to just tumble and, and do cartwheels down the mountain. And then, you know, then you might need some uh, some heavier duty gloves. And uh, you can ask Don about uh, our glove story. We mentioned it one time. He forgot his winter gloves <laughs> also. But he did have a pair of... Um, you know, like the the jogging, real thin, thin layer of gloves, and he tried using those, and he made it until lunchtime, which I'll give him credit for that. But uh, his his fingers were going numb, and uh, so, but uh, luckily, you know, uh, we were able to get back in there, and I had a second pair of uh, of winter gloves in my bag. So, and uh, but we never we'll never forget that story because we would joke around because the gloves are black, and he would say, oh, these aren't actually my gloves. Uh, it's just my blackened skin. <laughs> uh, anyways, it's funnier when there's more people here to, to talk about it. So, uh, anyways, it's been fun, guys. Uh, I had an old co-worker once that said, it's been real and it's been fun, but it hasn't been real fun. But today, it has been real fun. Uh, it's a short day, and uh, so no worries about uh, leg fatigue or anything like that because I just rip-roared a few runs and, and called it a day and broke into the new gloves and enjoyed the beautiful, beautiful mountain air. So, until next time, see you later, nerds!